0: It's your girl Monroe, and you're listening to Pop Culture. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. Yes, I know it's no longer Valentine's Day. I'm very well aware of that, but happy Valentine's Day. How was it? How'd you guys spend your Hallmark Day of love and friendship and chocolates and flowers and stuff i hope you guys did good spent it well (laughs) um so valentine's day hallmark holiday how do you guys feel about it I like Valentine's Day. I think it's super cute But like, everyone in society decided, let's have a day to acknowledge the people we care about in our lives. Um, <laughs> I think it's cute. I'm also here for, like, the discounted candy after Valentine's Day, just personal opinion. Um, but I like getting flowers and shit. Does not necessarily have to stem to one day? No, absolutely not. Is it nice to have a day where it's like, okay, why not? Let's dedicate it to love and happiness. Absolutely, I'm all here for it. I'm here for wishing your friends and family happy Valentine's Day and, you know, getting things for your significant others or not doing shit, whatever floats your boats. Um, Valentine's Day, history, lore, it's a bit meh, to be honest, so... I mean, in the church, it's, like, the Feast of St. Valentine's, blah, blah, blah. Um, there is multiple legends. One where, like, St. Valentine was marrying persons that could not be married at the time. The other one is, um, St. Valentine being jailed and procuring the gift of sight to the jailer's daughter or something. He, like, performed a miracle or some shit. Um, there's also the... Um, uh, so if you guys saw, <laughs> um, if you guys, uh, watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch and how they had their whole lupercalia, yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> um, there is also, supposedly there's no, like, romantic connotations whatsoever until Chaucer released a... Uh, limerick was it about valentine's day and all that but regardless of how you spent the day i hope it was fun i hope it was good i hope y'all watched the latest episode of wandavision and watched framing britney if you haven't already yes we are going to be talking about framing britney um (laughs) so i don't know if you guys remember a few gosh, is it months already? A bit back, um, it was really sparking up the Free Britney movement, which was happening, with what was happening, I cannot word, geez, I'm sorry, um, with what was happening with the conservatorship. So, quick rundown again a conservatorship is put into place for persons deemed incompetent by the state um this is specifically in california if someone is deemed incompetent then a person basically is in charge of their entire being whether it is assets life choices money movements everything so if you guys watched framing Brittany*. I mean absolutely free free britney like that's always been fucking known but okay now we're gonna break down total spoilers if you guys haven't seen it i'm so sorry i'm going to spoil the shit out of it right now for like the next 10 minutes or so but basically it's a documentary expose yes of what occurred to Brittany during her career, and has essentially placed her within this conservatorship. Now, let me tell y'all, when I fucking cried watching this shit, I cried, okay, and multitude of reasons. So, there was one part that, like, really, oh, it just pissed me off. Hold on, I'm like, fixing something that wants to fall off my wall anyways um so one part that like really just (laughs) made me so mad so when the paparazzo was saying like okay yeah she would tell us like leave her alone for the day but like she never said leave her alone permanently i'm like seriously the girl was having a mental fucking breakdown and said leave me alone and you were like oh but that was like for the hour and not like permanent like y'all what the hell so the entire documentary basically gives a breakdown of britney's life before fame during fame during her rise of fame and everything leading up to her mental breakdowns and her ending up in the conservatorship and all that, that's, that's what this is about, essentially, and the Free Brittany movement. Um, her dad, Jamie Spears, is in charge of her conservatorship, and during the entirety of the documentary, I had one burning fucking question. So, if her and her mom were so close, right, why was she not placed in charge and like i haven't done my research properly on free britney um like besides what i've seen and like what i've discussed on here before but like i really want to know like why after watching the documentary i'm like why why wasn't it her mom why was her mom not placed as like y'all get what i'm saying like especially considering like her her dad right who's supposed to be the fit one in charge or whatever and yes I put air quotes around fit because he got into an altercation with her 12 year old son so what was what what is happening now one of the (sighs) one of the things that when I was watching it right my roommate and I we were discussing how like a, there was an interview that was, that, that Britney was, at, that, bleh, there was an interview that Britney had where, um, god, what was her fucking name? The reporter basically tells her, like, this fucking woman is, like, threatening her life, and, she breaks down, obviously as anyone fucking would. Breaks down and starts crying, and Aaron and I were we were discussing everything, and we're like, "Oh my god, she broke down in front of the media, and that kind of made her a target." They were like, "Oh, well, this one breaks down, so let's get at her," and as we're watching the documentary, that kind of just seemed to be more and more true as it kept rolling on, and, like, the, the, it, it was just, like, such a calculated attack against this girl, and, like, seeing all the, everything, like, from across the years put together in, like, one bit was just jaw-dropping, especially because, like, they bring into question her body. They bring into question her virginity. They come in with, like, oh, my God, she's an unfit mother. Oh, my God, this. Oh, my God, that. She's freaking out. She's bad. crazy. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, like, but she was a child for a majority of this. Like, she was a young-ass girl. Like, reacting how any other young-ass girl would have, um, one of the things that has come up heavy since the documentary came out, besides completely questioning why the fuck her father's in charge of her, to would uh, obviously, um, Justin Timberlake. Now, Justin Timberlake has had a history of very sketchy behaviors, Right, and he recently released a statement saying, like, oh, you know, misogyny and then and blah, 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 blah in the media and, like, yes, oh, yes, yes, well, yes, misogyny is easier, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Much more easily uh, staged, made room for, don't know the proper word for this, but released a statement apologizing to Britney and to Janet Jackson. Now, y'all are like, what? So, when he dated Britney Spears, there was a whole, like, he released Crimea River, painted her as, like, this horrendous, like, oh my God, she's a slut, she's this, she's this, blah, 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 right? Image on, like, Britney, and he was so heartbroken, and, like, they were even, like, attacking her and saying, oh my god, what did you do to him, blah, 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 it's like, whoa, what? Then, with Janet Jackson, the, war, the quote-unquote wardrobe malfunction that happened at their Super Bowl performance, where he literally ripped her fucking top off, and, you know, same effect, he didn't really receive a backlash for any of this, right? Across the years, it was always like, oh my god, how could these women allow it? Blah, blah, blah. Now, Janet Jackson, of course, in a boss-ass move because she is a fucking icon. She's a total fucking queen. Did not address his statement. Did not address anything of it. She was just like, oh my god, thank you so much for making control number one again after 35 years. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, damn, did she just say control in 35 years? 35? 35? no fucking way but <laughs> i am having a crisis i'm coming to terms with that a lot of the songs that i like to listen to um are considered old now but not the point um but we oh oh the, the, it's just been so much like coming out because of this documentary and like I mean, from like <sighs> watching this documentary basically really opens your eyes to not just the misogyny within Hollywood, within the media, within the industry, but just really how, like, when they take. A human and vilify them and determine like yes, this is this is what we choose to destroy now for X amount of time that really does happen. And I'm just like, yo, that's fucked up. Like legitimately, I should mad fucked up. But if you guys are gonna watch it and you're sensitive, um, because, like, even for me, it, it I had to pause it. I did, it, and I had to take a breather because I was just, like, oh, the childhood, but also, like, holy shit, there is, it's so much. It, it's a lot. It really is a lot, so if you are going to watch it, just, you know, take your breaks, process what you can. Don't watch it all in one go if you can't, But, yeah, that's all I had to say about that. Um, (laughs) and in today's learning of the day, we will be discussing the very legendary, very iconic, rest in peace, incredible woman, Eartha Kitt now eartha kitt was born january 17th 1927 on a plantation in south carolina she was a singer an actress a dancer an activist a comedian an author a songwriter the woman spoke german dutch english french she sang in 11 languages when i tell you that i am completely just enamored with this woman it is ugh. she was incredible she was so incredible and when I was researching it I don't know Re- remember how like I was discussing synchronicities and everything while well, I was very much listening to her heavy past couple weeks and then my friend sent me something and about Eartha and I was like oh snap okay, this, this settles it. I am going to cover her for this third episode of season two, and also, I just, I, I love this woman. I love listening to her voice. It, her voice was so unique and so raw, and so just, ah, it is everything. Also, did not know that she voiced Izma. An emperor's new groove. I did not know that. All these years, I was like, Isma's voice. Where have I heard that? Pfft, stupid. But <laughs> Sorry. I just, I had a whole ass moment when I saw that. I was like, shut the fuck up. No way. That is not her. Definitely her. It is definitely her. Wow. I was shook, but <laughs> not the point. <laughs> so. Another thing that was a really big eye-opener, to be honest, was the fact that she was born on a plantation. And, you know, persons like Eartha Kitt, people that have built up the, the industry of the arts as we know it, you know, the people that we view as icons. It's, it's so surreal to think that at the time of her passing, you know, she, she was going to be too, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't know, it's, it just, it really brings to the forefront that not everything was as far back as we like to believe that it was now was it now let's get in a little bit about this lovely lovely woman so um, she did make <laughs> she made some anti-war statements in 1968 when she was visiting the White House, um, to Lyndon B. Johnson's wife, after which, well, I mean, even before 1968, the CIA already had her under watch since 1956, um, because she was an activist, uh, in the whatever that they wrote about her, they labeled her a sadistic nymphomaniac, and I'm just like, wow. Anywho, (laughs) so the statements that, like, many believe that her career here in the U.S. was severely affected by these statements, and that it essentially shut down her career for a bit here, and then she went on to focus in, like, Europe and Asia, but the statements which she said were, you send the best of this country off to be shot and maimed. No wonder the kids rebel and take pot. Um, And she said, The children of America are not rebelling for no reason. They are not hippies for no reason at all. We don't have what we have on Sunset Boulevard for no reason. They are rebelling against something. There are so many things burning the people of this country, particularly mothers. They feel they are going to raise sons and... I know what it's like, and you have children of your own, Mrs. Johnson. We raise children and send them to war. That, you know, got her into a whole mess with her career here, and again, the CIA keeping her under heavy vigilance because of her activism. She um, did help, she did fund, fun, she was a founder of I can't word. She was the founder of Kittsville Youth Foundation, um, which is basically a non-for-profit organization to help uh, youths in the Watts area of um, Los Angeles. Uh, She also helped testify for Rebels with a Cause, which was also a youth organization in Washington, um, helping build recreation centers and all of that um she was also part of the women's international league for peace and freedom and a vocal advocate for lgbtq plus community if y'all do not know about miss eartha go ahead look her up listen to her music watch her works incredible 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 woman um when i was researching her i I was so, like, heartbroken when I got to the part of her passing, um, because her daughter had made a statement where she said that, you know, the doctors had said that she was, it was gonna happen quickly, and she was gonna go out, and blah, 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 and she was, like, that she went out screaming. She went out with a big bang, like, she had lived her entire life, and ironically, the quote that I came across seemed very fitting. Um, Again, don't know who actually said these words, but it is a quote that I ran across on a page titled Moon Omens on Instagram, and I just, oh, I'm gonna try and read it without crying. (laughs) This is at all possible. Um, It'll be the parting quote for the night, but (sighs) So, what did you guys do for yourselves today? I know this is not part of the quote. I will let you know when I am saying the quote. But, what did you do for yourselves today? I'm genuinely asking. What What goals have you set? What intent have you placed within yourself for the week? For the month? For the year ahead? I know things have not been easy. I know things have been tough for quite some time. But I hope you guys are keeping your heads up. I hope you are staying as positive as you can, considering everything at hand. Now, I say this to say, remember, positivity does not mean smiling 24-7. It just means having a more forthcoming outlook to the possibilities that can occur. If y'all ever need someone to talk to, if y'all just wanna chat about random shit, don't hesitate, just hit me up. I do respond. Tell me you're coming from pop culture. I will say hello. Um, but take some time out of your day. Whether it be ten minutes, fifteen, twenty, five minutes, and do something for yourself. Something that makes you smile something that is healthy for you to do and really take a moment with yourself and just breathe you've made it thus far don't stop now okay now I'm gonna read the quote that I'm properly sad girl vibes out here (laughs) oh my god Alright, the quote is as follows, after I drink some agua, because, me estoy deshidratando, me estoy deshidratando. Hydrate, hydration is important. (laughs) The quote is as follows. You did not come as far as you have through as much as you did across all the unknown you've faced for it to end here. You did not embark on this journey in order to return to passivity to become the most mild and acceptable version of yourself. You began in order to live boldly. Embrace yourself as a field of contradictions. Release yourself into the moment and let it take you where it may. You did not go through everything you have. Just to stop now just to become something familiar to someone else's eyes, but foreign to your own heart. You walked this path to find a home within your own bones. You began in order to get to the other side. Don't stop at the horizon. Thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful episode. As always, I am your girl Monroe. Les mando mucha paz, muchos besos, y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna. Sending you much peace, many kisses, and reminding you to always look up at the moon. Don't forget to follow me on all my handles at ianmonroe3, at drizzledswifey, and at ella onlyfans. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys so 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 much and I will catch you on the next one okay love you bye